Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyuwe. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we're talking girl boss culture. Is it still a thing? Or are we all just a bunch of hoes to capitalism? Our listener question is about exams. I think it's the first we've ever gotten about um, education. Look, this is an education podcast. It really is. And on our Instagram at GoodBitchPod, we put out the hit, what's the shadiest thing you've ever done at work? And boy, uh, lots of illegal activity jokes. Lots of shady bitches. (laughs) I need to bring up a story. So we just had a beautiful long weekend here in Sydney and it's... Hashtag picnic season. If I see another fucking oh. caption on Instagram saying picnic SZN, I'll fucking die. Pickons, it's the pickons. It really is the pickons. So I'm with my group of friends, and this lady comes up to us and very, I'm going to say like Byron Bay vibes. Okay. Like really whimsical. She's got a fedora on with a big um, feather coming off it. So straight away, I'm thinking two things pyramid scheme. Okay. For sure. Yes. And then like born again Christian wanting us to join a cult or some of some sort. Yeah. Sure. So she goes into she goes up to one of my guy mates and she's like, Oh, I just think it's great if we all connect and we just all need to reconnect. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, maybe, you know, the essential oils are gonna start coming out. Mm. But what it, it after about fifteen minutes, what mm. I realized she was doing, Joe's she was actually trying to shoot her shot to my guy, mate. Oh, really? And it was just a train wreck to watch. Oh. So I thought, and I, I was, and as soon as it clicked, me and my girlfriend who were with, we were cringing because we just wanted to help this girl out. Yes. And I thought, what are some tips for some ladies on how to shoot your shot in a park? I mean, I guess in just in general, really. I mean, what a dilemma. But it just, where do you think she went wrong? I wasn't there, so. Um, it's the airy fairy, the, the whimsical, the like. She took us on this journey of a story about how she grew up. I was like, oh, where's this going? There was twists and turns, and then after fifteen minutes, she was asking for his number, and that's where it was too too long. Fifteen minutes, mate. Yeah. We could get it all over and done by then. Literally, who's got time for that? I reckon first five minutes, just get in there. How would you shoot your shot in a park? Oh, it doesn't have to be in a park, but to any old male on the street, any old male on the street. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. Well, you've already given me shit. Apparently, I'm an internet lurker. <laughs> Apparently, I'm an I'm a internet creep, and I don't actually shoot in real life. I only shoot online. She is a DM queen. This bitch is like all about the DMs. And I think when you like a guy, I'm thinking of when the times you've gone out. You know what you do? Oh, what you, you tell me? <laughs> what do I do, Julia? You actually, um, you like neg them slightly. You'll be like, sit down, shut up. <laughs> I do do it, but I look. I do get a bit aggressive, don't I? Yes. The thing with me is, I'm I'm either all or nothing. I'm mm-hmm. either like obsessed, all in, or I, I mean, I really couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the thing with like me in the DMs and that is that I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like if they yep. curve me, I'm like, oh, you're lost, honey. Yeah, yeah, completely. In person, I think. Well, it's been that bloody long, but I, I guess I'm pretty forward in that respect as well. I'd probably just approach and strike up a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, speaking of approaching mm. the apps, you yes. know, we're about to be free. <laughs> Are you on? What's the story? Yes, so I am on the apps. I'm on Bumble and Hinge, mm-hmm. like on and off. 
and um, I've got to I've got to bring something to your attention, Jules, because oh, I, I think there's a bit of an IT issue. Oh, what? What's I, happened? I think something's wrong in the back end because I'm not getting any likes. Oh, that is not you. They must be the servers must be down. Okay, that's okay. You know what? It must be an Optus thing. I think it's your connection, babe. That is not you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I just thought I'd check because it was quite concerning. I was expecting to be flooded with um husbands. Mm. Um, so some, look, something's clearly wrong. It's crazy to me how these you know multi million dollar corporations they can't get their systems and check jobs. Yeah, we'll be writing an email. Don't you worry. So I've got a little shorty on the go, and things oh. are definitely progressing. Progressing. Yeah, um, he's a young. I think our code word for him on podcast will be young buck. Young buck. He is. He's like 25, 26. Love mm. it. Mm. And he is great. So uh, I've already expressed, and the listeners will know that I am a very just call me. Just none of this. T- like, don't message back and forth. I never ask how your day was. Words are not my love language. No. They are actually kind of bottom of the pile for me, as you would know. Complete opposite to me. Yes. So, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll just call you. So, fucking every day this guy calls to check in like an actual king. And Jodes, this man's is calling exactly, bang on, 1111-222-555. Am I being played? Because when I first saw it, it took, you know me, it took my breath away. Mm. Am I being played? I think these baby boys, they know what is up, especially yeah. if they know where we were bitches. Yeah. You're not fucking slick. We know what you're doing. It's that fucking Gen Z because they're all over TikTok and I bet you he's tapped into my astral chart and just knows. He fucking has. He's on TikTok. He's following the astrology TikTokers. Yeah. And he's figured out. Yeah. If you're listening, we're on to you. Well, I've got to bring this up and we will go to break shortly, (laughs) but I've got to bring this up because I've got this, what the dating coach told me, she said, stop Mm. giving your um, Instagram and blah, 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 because you're putting out a different brand, you know, so stop giving that out. So so I've stopped. So now he just has my number, which I thought was quite, I was like, oh my God, is this the 1950s? Quite romantic. (laughs) So he just has that. And I was talking to him about Jodes last night. And he said something about Jodes that you would only know if you listen to the podcast mm. and I just froze. And I was like, oh, do you think he's listening, Jodes? Yeah, he's, you know, like, wow. If he's saying stuff like, wow, what an incredible person. Yeah. She looks really but beautiful. Literally. She sounds incredible. Then, you know, obviously he listens. Okay. Well, maybe throughout this whole episode, we'll just have to um, drop hints of, you know, what I like. Like, <laughs> eat my pussy from the back. <laughs> anyone out there that's listening, any men that love the podcast. GBs, follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. Stay with us. We're going to be talking about the rise and fall of the girl boss. See you then. GBs, you're back on Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And we're going to get straight into our main topic, the Mm. rise and fall of girl boss culture. Jules, you've got a story for us, don't you? Yeah, well, something's been niggling at me and something happened on Saturday that really brought it to the forefront. So Jodes and I have the same tax man. We share a business account. Mm -hmm. And when the figures were in front of me from my last financial year, I realised that I've made 20k less. Makes sense. I haven't had a full-time job. Mm -hmm. All these odd jobs, etc, etc. Because you've been girl bossing. Because I've been girl bossing. And I thought, that's strange because I feel the happiest I've ever... Like, to me, the money just seems to still be there in the same place. Nothing's Mm -hmm. dipped in my Mm -hmm. eyes. Mm -hmm. And then I caught up with my two boss bitch friends. Like, you know how you have those friends that you're like, whoa, every time you talk to them, they're like, another promotion, blah, 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 blah. I caught up with them on Saturday for a walk and they were, 
you know, they were actually talking about maybe dipping out of the corporate world because they now want to aim for lifestyle happiness over career achievements. And I was shook. Yes. So is this the rise and the fall of hashtag Girlboss? Do you want to explain to the listeners what Girlboss is, Jodes? A hundred percent. Well, look, the Girlboss, as in the Mm. term, Mm. first became popular in 2014 Mm -hmm. after Sophia Amoruso. Mm Mm-hmm. The founder of Nasty, Nasty Gal. Gal. I'm sure a lot of you GBs have heard of her. So she used the term girl boss with a hashtag in her best-selling autobiography. Its popularity has essentially led to it becoming a template for marketing and writing about powerful women in virtually every industry. Mm. So despite its flaws, the spirit of Girl Boss did for a moment provide a template for young women as they move forward in their careers. Mm. And many of these young women, especially the less privileged ones, needed to believe they could get ahead in order to do so. We want to discuss today, girl boss, what we know about it, mm-hmm. our thoughts, our feelings. Jodes, do you want to take me away? Well, I think with the whole thing around girl boss mm-hmm. is that it came from a place of feminism, mm-hmm. right? Originally. Empa- mm-hmm. Originally, empowering women to sort of define their own success, whatever that means to them. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, men already are classed as being bossy yeah. just because they have penises. So, you know, we then have to define our own term for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So essentially feminism meets capitalism. Yeah. But the thing is, regardless if, if we feel powerful or not and if we're girl bossing, essentially we're still a slave to the machine. Yeah, because now we've really entered this hustle culture and Jodes and I speak about it all the time. Mm. We feel less than if when we don't have a full-time job and two side hustles and then, but everyone on our socials are like, oh my God, you're killing it. Hashtag girl boss. And it's coming at a demise to our mental health, to everything. Exactly. I think people, especially COVID has really highlighted what we actually want in life. What about you and your career? Because I know that you're boss bitch. Has girl like that girl boss kind of mentality ever kind of fucked you up? I mean, I think the GB, our, our loyal GBs mm. will know that I had that burnout situation earlier this year, and that again is another term, mm, girl boss girl burnout. Boss. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in my girl boss vibes, working full time, also running a podcast like we have been doing for the last couple of years weekly. That is a weekly commitment. We don't just turn up here and shake our asses. Well, we do exactly that. We do. We do. But <laughs> that we, and three days of work. Yeah, mm. but you know there is preparation and work that goes into it. And the learning from that is that there is such a glamorizing of the girl boss lifestyle. Mm. I was so miserable because I was just burning the candle at both ends whereas as you've just said how many times did we have people being like oh you guys are killing it with the podcast xyz when actually i was burnt the fuck out and literally crying out Mm. of just sheer exhaustion and it wasn't the first time i'd felt this way back to my 20s right i've just entered my 30s back in my 20s i was building up a career in advertising which i haven't really talked about a lot but i ended up leaving that because it was making me miserable. And I was working in a company that everyone felt was the dream company. And I would have people say to me all the time, wow, like how did you get your job? Mm -hmm. You know, that must be amazing, must be so happy. 
but I was miserable because I had absolutely zero work-life balance. Mm. And I guess, and I bet you within the walls of your company, you were probably praised for staying behind and working weekends. And I think this isn't on our notes, but I think it's such a band-aid for toxic work environments is, oh, she's a girl boss. Think of all the strong leaders. You know, I'm thinking when I was interning at GQ, Mm. all of the heads of Vogue and everything were absolute assholes. Yes. I want to say bitches, but we think bitches is a good word. But yeah. they were quite horrible to other women. But, yeah. you know, she's a girl boss. But do you think that's because they've had to take on those masculine traits to get ahead? Completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But the thing is, the other thing I wanted to point out, and I know we've talked a lot about this, Jules, is that, you know, we all agreed. We we had a conversation about what our favourite jobs are. Mm. We, were, we were the most happiest. And all my favourite gigs were opportunities that would be classed as jobs yep. and not really careers. You know how people can like to slander you and they can be like, oh, well, that's not a real job. I used to work in a call centre at one point. Absolutely fucking loved it. Mm. I sold wine. It was. I worked with creatives my own age. We had an absolute blast. Yeah, that's why I feel like I'm out with my life right now. Yeah. Like I don't have a career. I have a job that I do Mondays and Tuesdays for four hours, a piddly four-hour shift. And Jodes knows that I really like that type of work, and but I you, work on this. But you had the career, and Com- you, yes. and you were stressed out as well mm-hmm. when we first met. You mm-hmm. were working full time mm-hmm. in head office mm-hmm. at a massive company. Yeah, and that was had all these people reporting into you. And I remember you were stressed out too. So stressed, and it's not even my personality. It's not a stressful personality. No, and I was saying to Jodes on the phone last night. It really has a ripple effect across your whole identity is this working um, mentality. Like it can stress you out. I know for me it's starting to, you know, my friends might be disappointed to hear this, but it's starting to create a wedge between us because I don't find that cool anymore to be like, I'm so busy, I'm so stressed, I haven't eaten. Whereas they're like, oh, what would you do today? I'm like, well, I went and stood over there. And then I went and stood over there. I can't relate to them anymore. And I just don't Mm. find it like I don't like their energy anymore. You know, and they're not trying to do that. They're just trying to climb the career ladder. Exactly. And they're just they're a product of their environment. And I know because I've literally been there Mm -hmm. when I was working in media and it was so fucked. Mm. And, yeah, it's like you get the money, but at at what cost? I I remember thinking I've got all this bloody money in the bank, but I've never got any time to enjoy it. Well, that's it, Jodes. So I honestly think... You know, the redundancy, which I seem to wriggle into every podcast episode, mm-hmm. this redundancy has given me the gift of a bird's eye view. And all I'm seeing is us kind of ruining our 20s and 30s because we're constantly stressed and working to maybe have a good retirement. I yeah. don't know. It's I've been watching heaps of The Matrix lately as well. So I'm getting <laughs> I'm in a real spiral of like, oh, my God, capitalism has us by a chokehold. I don't know how we fell into this trap. It really does, though, hasn't it? Mm, it's mm-hmm. just like we're just caught in this rat race and very much we were discussing also about how wellness is the new luxury. I feel like it used to be about following trends and Material. fast fashion and now it's all about these experiences and like I know for me just being able to book a really expensive massage or a facial like mm. you know I'm still very young and all I want to do is relax mm. isn't that bizarre absolutely bizarre so something we also wanted to point out was sort of the like Jobs keeps mm. saying is it's not our fault and it's so isn't it because you know our grandparents the dream was to be the housewife no one even worked and then with our parents generation it was you work hard and you might get somewhere and with our generation so the girl boss really came boomed in 2014 and I know mm. for both of us that's when you kind of fuck around in uni you might have a gap here and then when you bob your head up to see what you want to do with your life 
bang, like yeah. girl bosses at its all heightened boom. Yeah, the term was essentially booming. And yeah. around that time I was entering my first big sort exactly. of career job in Sydney and I was pushing myself. Again, That the next few years I was very much climbing and then when I reached, you could say, the top mm-hmm. that I thought, everyone wanted me to be at I've been working with recruiters to get me to this position I felt so fucking trapped Mm -hmm. and now Gen Z are just laughing at us all because they're like I can't believe you guys dream of labor Mm. these Gen Z people I just want to hang out with them all the time they're just so fucking onto it they are onto it those young little bastards but I feel like I'll be like hey kids let's go to the discotheque like (laughs) I'm so out of it so we need to start wrapping this up but Jodes you were saying that you are wasting some of your good years do you want to let the listeners in on what those good years entail for you well for me it's like I'm wasting my good teddy years sitting in front of a screen hey sitting in front of a screen look we have to give COVID a bit of yeah we've got to give out nod our heads to COVID because obviously things have really changed and we've been trapped Mm. and we haven't been able to do much for that but I'm not gonna be this that we're the youngest we'll ever be right now Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say Mm mm-hmm and I'm wasting my good titty years. In front of a computer screen. And those are fucking great tits, Jodes. They are. And I've started to realise that really mm. the last 12 months. I've oh, had fuck. some real titty observance and I've been reflecting on my boobs. And I just think they just need to be out more. 100%. They're never, they're, they're never out. When do you ever see them? I've seen it, well, them once in the last eight months. Thank you. That, that's just sad. It's just sickening. It's sick. It's sickening. So I love that we've been able to, um, you know, talk about your tits during Girl Boss. It's very, very good no, bit of us. No, but it's relevant because think of all the other girls out there that want to live their best whole lives and they're fucking wasting away. Complete. I just think about, am I ever going to wear these many crop tops again? You know? Will I ever wear those bloody meshki brown leather pants? I, like, I actually think about them a lot for you. Thank I'm like, you. when the fuck is she going to be exactly. able to wear them? Exactly. Where am I going to ever be able to wear those leather pants that'll make my ass look so delicious? Oh, Ugh. it's sad. It's, it's sad. disgusting. So basically, GB tip of the week, death to capitalism. No, I'm <laughs> we, got, we are doing a good bitch merch. Everyone, <laughs> everyone quit their jobs. Quit your jobs. No, death. But we do agree. We both agree. Death to girl, girl boss. boss. Okay, some final words from Chills and Jodes. Girl boss should have been a way for women to reframe success for themselves on their own terms. Mm. I don't know where along the line it people got it fucked up. It just went haywire. It just it did the most. Yeah. And now it's become either a Gen Z piss take on TikTok, and mm. we're just laming any bloody Fruit Loop as a girl boss, mm. or it's become. A, a negative trope. Yeah, like, look at look thing. at what we've done to ourselves and our lives. We should be living our best lives, even more so after what we've just been through with COVID the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But all we're doing is planning for our bloody retirement. Yeah. I will say, and we will start wrapping this up, but <laughs> that's good. COVID has, if there was a good to come out of COVID, it's the whole people are really looking at their lives being like, and packing up from the city and just moving into tiny houses and bumfuck nowhere. Because I think my, um, what I'm going to sign off with, mm. you know, if money wasn't an issue, what would you really 
be doing. And I know that's such like a privileged thing to say, but it doesn't necessarily mean quit your job without anything being followed up. But are you coming home from work and you've got, you know, a quickly an hour to eat, getting to bed and wake up to a job that you hate? You know, it's a really easy trap to fall into and one I did for seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I've been there as well for years Mm. and I just won't do it anymore. I think now it needs to be about work-life balance. Yeah, yeah. So maybe just ask yourself that question. Mm. Okay. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. Well, follow us. <laughs> follow us at Good just- Bitch Pod. We'll be back with our listener question and confession. All right, good bitches, you're back with Jules and Jodes, and we're going to get straight into our listener question. Are you ready, Jules? Love, please. Love this for us. GB says, hey, good bitches, I have another thing I'd love some advice on. So, I have a girl's trip a four-day trip to Queensland, which I'm so excited for. I just got my exam timetable and I have an exam the day before we leave, which is online, so I have access to do it while I'm over there. I really don't want to miss out on the trip, but I also don't want to waste my holiday time doing an exam. What do you think I should do? I think I could easily do it in the hotel room, but what do you think? Okay, so she's got her exam on day three of the trip. And she leaves on day four. She doesn't want to do the exam during the trip. GB, how do you feel about failing and doing the course again? (laughs) I don't know. I'm feeling some type of way after talking about (laughs) death death to capitalism. Look, what's your what's your original? Thoughts? I can t- I, as someone that has actually got a university degree. Oh, big money pants over here. <laughs> I reckon enjoy your fucking trip, babe. Fuck it off. Absolutely enjoy your trip. You may never get that time again, but you can always fucking sit the course again. You can do the course again. Work it out. Speak to them. Mm. You know, even if just pull a little sly one. Yeah. Think of what Jules and Jodes would do. Call them. Oh, God. <laughs> mate, create a reason why you just can't do it. Yeah. Right? Death to grandma. Grandma's dead again. Look, she's fucking <laughs> fell off the bed. <laughs> Look, if grandma was alive, she would want her on the fucking trip. Yeah. She nah. would want her making memories. So just make a reason why you can't do the exam. Reset it at a later date. Because in all honesty, you might fail it regardless. Imagine, babe, if you don't go on this amazing girls' trip, I'm just going to say like with Sundays, yacht, hot men, then and then you still fail it, you would be, I would be killing myself. I just think there's got to be an opportunity for her to reset it somewhere down the line. Yeah. Like, option B, do it and just. Bend it through and just do it on the like. If you honestly think that you could pass it, I can bring your laptop and just try to do it. it. Might be a giggle. You can have celebratory champagne once you finish it with the girls by the pool. Assess your own competency. Yes, essentially, if you think you can just bang it out in a couple hours, maybe just bang it out with a few shardies. Yeah, and you know, give it your best nudge. Yeah. So that basically, we're saying you absolutely have to go on that trip, regardless. Yeah. The trip's happening. The, tr- the trip, trip is, is happening, happening, but there's options, is what we're saying. I think that's a great that's great advice. It's incredible helping people. That is hashtag girl boss advice. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, last night we put out the hit to our GVs. What is the shadiest thing you've ever done at work? And this uh, took a turn for something we weren't expecting. Mm. A lot of y'all are doing lots of illegal stuff with your bosses. 
the legal party stuff, and that's all I'll say on that. Wow. We did have a couple of token ones. So uh, friend of the pod, I think we could shout him out, AJ. Oh, yeah, shout out, Shout out, AJ. AJ AJ, um, works for, uh, has a sex shop in Sydney. We'll we'll have him on one day for sure. got a couple, yeah. So he wrote that he serves people with their wives on Monday and mistresses on Tuesday. So the really? same men, the same men go in with they're different. Du- they're double dipping at the store. Yeah. Another one, Jones. GB says I had phone sex with my partner while he was overseas and got caught. I think that's quite dumb. Can't you just wait for home time? What do you mean he did it? So he made that he did the phone sex call whilst he was on the job. They were both at work. At work. They and were they're both- calling from their work phones. Oh, sweet. Oh, my gosh. So I have to ask you, Jodie Clark. Oh, gosh. Now, I find you quite a classy lady. What's – have you ever done well, – what's the shadiest thing you've ever done at work? The shadiest thing I've ever done at work? Um, let me think about it. I guess probably hook up with someone. Like or sex or kiss? Like kiss? Mm. Like where? Maybe a group? Is it ju- Oh, hey, Charles. <laughs> this was in my 20s. You know, Jones was playing up by, back then. Mm. Um, and what was it? Was it a sexual tension that could just no longer... It was, yeah, it was a sexual tension thing. It was a tensual, sexual tension <laughs> that could no longer be suffocated. <laughs> but why is it that there's always sexual themes? No, it? that's what mine isn't for sure. The, mm. I reckon the shadiest thing I've ever done at work... Can, wait, can you go to jail for saying something bad years later? No. Okay. No. Well, I'm going to take your expert this, advice. This is a safe space here. So all throughout high school, I worked at Anaconda. So it's like boat camping fishing for all of our people out of Australia, like a yeah boat camping fishing store, really. And I, my friends used to come through and I used to put kayaks through as 90% off. So they would get kayaks and shit for like 30 bucks. Eskies worth $500 for $15. Lots of money stealing was had. I love it. I'm just trying to think if I've done anything steely like, like steely, that. Steely, yeah. I also stole weights from, I used to like every day, oh, fuck, this is really red hot, from that company I just worked for. I used to take weights from the weights room, put them in my backpack. So now at home, I've got a whole set of weights just from stealing them. Oh, that's, <laughs> Is that I, I, bad? No, nah, that's fine. Okay. I feel like I've definitely stolen shit from work too, yeah. but I just can't think of, um, oh, this is a tragic one. <laughs> oh, gosh, what? <laughs> no, this is lame. Remember when we had that huge um, toilet paper shortage? Oh, yes. I was stealing toilet paper from work. I mean, that's just survival mode that's kicked Thank in. You. That's survival, that is. <laughs> GB's on that note. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you for staying with us. We absolutely love us. You can write to us at www.goodbitch. www. Look, it, it could be anything. It could, there's a multitude of, of websites out there. But the official one is www.goodbepodcast.com or you can follow us on Insta at goodbitchpod or the Tiki Tokers mm-hmm. at The good, Gen Zs, hit us up. The Gen Z baby boys and baby girls at Good Bitch Pod. Okay, bye. We love you. Bye, we love and you. We actually haven't drunk this whole episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? Love you. Bye. Mwah. 